Hey everyone, welcome to my new podcast, Drain Bramage, where I'm going to discuss all things athletic concussions, especially what to look for in kids and teens. So, if you're a coach of a sports team or just a parent with rambunctious kids, listen up. So, the tricky thing about concussions is they're not like most physical injuries. We can't see them like we see a broken ankle that's turned backwards or a gash that needs stitches. The symptoms of a concussion can be delayed onset, which frankly isn't great for anyone involved. So the CDC estimates that anywhere from 1.6 to 3.8 million concussions occur annually from sports and recreation alone. Okay, so you're probably thinking 1.6 to 3.8 million concussions, that's quite a bit, so... What exactly is a concussion? So without going into all the nitty-gritty scientific details, a concussion is a type of mild traumatic brain injury. And don't be fooled by the mild part because also in the list of mild traumatic brain injuries are skull fractures, hemorrhages, and strokes, none of which I consider particularly fun or mild. So when a concussion actually occurs, It most often occurs from a hit to the head or violent shaking. So the cells in the cell membranes in your brain get damaged, and in an attempt to heal everything that got damaged up in your brain, your body produces what is called lactate, which in turn reduces the blood flow to the brain. That reduced blood flow impairs functions of the brain and can last well after the initial recovery, leaving the brain more vulnerable to even more damage. Now, here's the part I know y'all are listening to me for. What to look for in your kids if you suspect they might have a concussion. The most common side effects following a concussion are headaches, dizziness, sensitivity to light and noise, grogginess, nausea and vomiting, balance problems, confusion, and memory problems. Now, here's the tricky thing. These side effects can occur immediately after the impact or they can take a couple days to onset. However, if you have any inkling of a suspected concussion, take your kid out of the game immediately. I don't care how mad they get at you, just take your kid out of the game because concussions are serious and they're not something we should mess with. Just because they aren't exhibiting any immediate short-term side effects does not mean that they don't have a concussion. Because some symptoms take time to onset, putting your kid back into the game can result in even more damage because the brain was already put in the vulnerable position with the initial impact. If you suspect your kid has a concussion, ask them to recall events before or after the impact. Watch for the development of forgetfulness, confusion, clumsy movements, slow responses, and mood behavior or personality changes. Concussions can cause an increase in anxious and depressive episodes, erratic behavior, mood swings, and irritability. Now, if you have a teenager, and that teenager happens to be going through puberty, please do not base your concussion assessment based off of only the mental side effects, because all of those side effects I listed are also synonymous with puberty. So please don't bug your moody teen about their mood swings and irritability without any other concussion symptoms because I guarantee you that will just make your moody teen even more irritable. So what do you do if you think your child has a concussion? 
here's an obvious answer for you. Take them to the doctor. You should take them to the doctor within one to two days after the injury or the first symptom appearance. The doctor will prescribe mental and physical rest. Now, this isn't the early 2000s anymore, and no, you don't lock your child in a dark room and make them lay there awake. That's just not, that doesn't work anymore. It never worked in the first place. Basically, you just need to limit the physical and mental activities for a couple days, and yes, that does mean limit video games and TV. Most importantly, do not let them return to playing until two weeks after the impact or until no symptoms have been experienced within 48 hours, whichever one of those comes last. If you want to learn a little bit more about children and youth concussions, you should check out the CDC's Heads Up website. So full disclosure, I am a 20-year-old college student, but I'm about to sound like such a mom here for a second. The easiest way to recover from a concussion is not to get one in the first place. Prevention is key and involves educating your child about concussions as well, which in turn promotes open communication between parents and children, which is great for everyone. So you need to teach your kids about the signs, the symptoms, and the severity of concussions. Have your kids wear not just helmets certified for that sport, but make sure the helmets fit properly. Last of all, and probably most important of all, you need to take your part and take responsibility in helping to promote a safe sports culture. That way, the young athletes can speak freely of injuries without being scared of repercussions. I know that there's not a lot of info about prevention, just really try to take care of your head and watch for those symptoms. So let's talk a little bit about some treatments for concussions since I did say that concussion treatment isn't just locking your child in a dark room anymore. You know, medicine has advanced a little bit since the early 2000s. And actually, you are okay to sleep during healing the healing process from some concussions. Not all of them. I'm not a doctor, so don't take my advice with a grain of salt. But most concussions completely heal themselves within a few weeks. That's following the advice of doctors and mild traumatic brain injury specialists. A typical sports-related concussion will follow the protocol of resting, then light aerobic exercise, then sport-specific exercise, then non-contact training, full contact training, and ultimately return to play. The advancement from one stage to the next typically takes anywhere from one to three weeks. Healing from a second, third, or even fourth concussion can be an entirely different beast to tackle because the increase in the number of concussions is directly correlated with the increased chance of developing post-concussion syndrome. Yeah, that post-concussion syndrome. That is just nothing to mess with. So this is where the healing process becomes highly personalized. If there are any lingering symptoms while attempting to follow the protocol outlined previously, each symptom must be targeted and specifically treated. These treatments can range and include anything from physical therapy, exercise therapy, nutritional changes, vestibular therapy, 
visual therapy, and cognitive rehabilitation. Post-concussion syndrome symptoms usually go away within three to six months. However, severe cases can last for up to a year or more. All right, ladies and gents, that is all I have for you today with my concussion discussions. I did list a couple websites that I said y'all should check out, and they are listed in the description with this podcast. So with that, I will leave you be. As always, thank y'all so much for listening in, and I hope that you pulled some good information from this podcast. Please protect your noggin and take care of yourselves.